Yes, this is the World Actually Podcast. Uh, thank you for listening. However, you may be listening. Uh, the World Actually Podcast is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Stitcher. Uh, videos of the podcast are available on YouTube. And both videos and audio of the podcast are available on the website at thewellactuallypod.com. Uh, this week, uh, there will be no videos of the podcast, and there'll be a bit of an explanation for that later on in the episode. All right, now let's get to the news and notes. So during some press for the upcoming Spider-Man movie, uh, the president of Marvel Studios made a shocking admission. Uh, he said... Avengers Endgame would have a theatrical re-release and it's just a really transparent attempt to catch Avatar in the international box office at this point Avatar has 2.788 billion dollars which is the record and Endgame is only about 40 million dollars behind it and this is just after two months in theaters so what is that there's going to be some new footage released and it's well it's going to come in the form of post credit scenes the original release did not have any post credit scenes and it's going to be about seven minutes of bonus footage as well as a tribute to stan lee the late founder of marvel comics and i'm sure all the marvel heads are gonna like line up and see it even if it's just for a weekend but i think it might have a longer run than that and it's obvious at this point that they just want to catch Avatar. I don't think they'll ha- they have any shot at the domestic record, but internationally, they definitely have a shot at that. In other news, uh, the XXL freshman class was released, and the list includes Megan Thee Stallion, Tierra Whack, Rico Nasty, The Baby, Blueface, YBN Corday, Gunna, Comethazine, Lil Mosey. Roddy Rich and YK Osiris. And usually when I see lists like this, it makes me feel old as hell because I rarely know any of the people on this list. But for some reason, this list, I think I know half of the people there, especially Megan Thee Stallion, but I'm not, I'm not even going to get into, I'm not going to get into why I'm so familiar with her. I, I know she got bars, that's all I'm saying. But yeah, it, I mean, I probably couldn't recognize most of these people by face, but at least I know their names. Well, some of them. Others are, like, reading this list is the first time I'm seeing some names, but... I... Some people are very excited about it, and I'm not entirely sure why for some of them, but... I guess, if you're familiar with their work, that would probably make you excited about it, and... And what feels like the first time in a long time, there are actually three women included on the list, and... That's a pretty big deal as well. And some shocking news about 16.5 tons of cane was seized at a port near, well, I guess near New Jersey or near PA or Delaware in that area. That comes out to about 33,000 pounds of cocaine. For comparison, uh, a Nissan Altima weighs about 3,300 pounds. So that's 10 Ultimas worth of cocaine. And I guess someone did some quick math on it and they said that's worth of a, about a billion dollars. A billion dollars worth of cocaine was seized. And <laughs> I guess it was found aboard a, a ship sorts, whether they were supposed to be shipping some other things. And, 
and the cocaine accidentally got on the ship. I don't know how they're going to explain it, but of course some people have been arrested and uh, I guess these law enforcement agencies are taking your lap about it, but somebody's probably pretty upset about their coke going missing because this is not, this isn't like the kind of coke you can find on their couch cushion. This is, like I said, 10 Nissan Altima's worth and they're saying it might be the biggest bust in US history. And the fact that it's even a might or a maybe, like what what the hell has been going on in this country that, that there was a time when something more than this happened? But yeah, things are a bit different here in the Northeast. And uh, in some basketball news, uh, Anthony Davis was finally traded to the Lakers. Feels like the Lakers gave up half their team, half of their picks for the next 10 years and, and a sandwich for him, but it was a deal everybody wanted to get done. Uh, the Lakers fans say they won the trade. The Lakers haters say the Lakers are screwed. So the truth is probably somewhere in the middle. And uh, speaking of the NBA, the NBA draft just uh, concluded. And uh, of course, Zion Williamson went number one to the New Orleans Pelicans. And it just seemed like a very emotional night for a lot of these players. Even though uh, like the first three players knew exactly where they were going, it's like once it became official, they got very emotional. They were thanking their parents for, for getting them to this point and showing a lot of appreciation for the sacrifices that were made to get them to this point. And, it was really refreshing to see and a lot of people like noticed it and it's just something that i feel like it shouldn't be taken for granted when you see someone doing something they love and sharing that moment with their family so uh netflix released viewership data on murder mystery it's a movie starring adam sandler and jennifer aniston and they're claiming that 30 million Netflix accounts watched it in the first three days of what they're dubbing an opening weekend. And once this news came out, uh, critics have often asked for more transparency regarding uh, Netflix viewership when it comes to other shows and movies, but they only seem to announce it when they have something to boast about with these numbers. So it's like the whole thing just leaves people feeling, well, skeptical at best and it's like how come we never know about it when it's not some record-breaking uh event or whatever and there's even no way to verify these numbers anyway and trying to equate it to an opening weekend is kind of a stretch because there's no way in hell 30 million people are going out to a theater to watch that adam sandler thing so the actual reviews of the movie have it as being easily digestible and it's the type of movie where you won't even bother looking up sometimes if you're doing something else and you can still keep an eye on what the plot is and that basically makes it the perfect netflix and chill movie where you won't even mind when it's going on and people watching just decide to have sex but that's probably what netflix is looking for anyway all right so we're going to take a quick break here and then we'll be right back Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So we are coming you 
with a force. Yeah, blessings we are reap and we course in handful. Oh, we not rise and boast. Yeah, we give thanks like we need it the most. We have to give thanks like we really supposed to be thankful. Blessings all for me life and my thank God for the journey, the earnings, not just for the plus. Yeah, yeah. Gratitude is a must. Yeah, me see blessings for and bloggers owe the public accurate information or whatever and then in the same episode I proceeded to make two very glaring factual errors but let's not get caught up in those details so last week during the Father's Day episode I implored the men listening to take their health more seriously and whether it's preventive medicine or seeking medical attention when something is already wrong Anyway, 24 hours later, I was I was tested in that situation. Uh, it was the most bizarre set of circumstances ever. Like when I look back at it, it can only be described as a series of unfortunate events. I had to make so many wrong choices consecutively for this to even occur. Some might say this whole thing happened to prevent something worse from happening, but I'm not really trying to hear that. So on to the specifics. Uh, on that fateful day, it was a Saturday morning, and I got ready to play soccer like I always do. It's part cardio, part showing these youngsters how we used to do it back in my day. So I played with a bunch of Africans, mostly Nigerians or whatever, and 
African time is basically an antibiotic resistant plague and nobody shows up on time so whenever I get to the field at the scheduled time by the way I'm often the only one there kind of like that meme of Will Smith standing in the empty living room well back to Saturday so I decide I'm going to the field like an hour later than I usually do like you know that'll show them so I get to the field an hour late like I said and there are only six people there so I'm like F this I'm going to the gym so I go and you know I get a solid hour of pumps you know chest and arms and my dumbass decided to circle back to the field I get there and of course the field is full by now and my dumber ass was still determined to show these young boys a thing or two so I waited with a team outside because we had next the game ends and it's my team's turn to go into the field and I look at the makeup of my team like bare forwards yeah and I wasn't about to argue with no scrawny mofo with a mohawk about who gets to play up top even as a deadly finisher in front of goal I, I decided to do it more for them and you know I decided to play as a defender I'll be keeping track of all these shitty decisions. So the game starts. Uh, it's a bright sunny day. Perfect condition for football. Well, I'm, I'm just going to call it soccer from here. Uh, anyway, we're knocking the ball around. A couple minutes go by and my team's under pressure and the ball is played back into our defense. So this is my freeze frame. I'm sure you're wondering how I got there moment. If you're squeamish, well, too bad. So the ball is played back towards my goal and everything starts moving in slow motion and I'm running after the ball and my teammate appears out of nowhere and in an attempt to clear the ball out of harm's way, he unleashed a shot that would have made Thanos jealous. I think they must have told this dude that I took his babe or something because this, this kind of felt personal. Point blank range and the ball hit me square in the left eye. RIP Lisa Lopez. How? Suddenly the birds stopped chirping. Everything went quiet. Everything went dark. Just a single solitary ah. So I went to crouch behind the goal, head in my hands, trying to understand what the hell just happened. Cause clearly a truck had just come onto the field and hit me right in the eye. So someone comes to inspect and says, nah, "Don't worry, there's no blood. You're good." I'm like, "I'm no good, who? I can't freaking see out of that eye." Except I didn't actually say freaking. And to make things worse or scarier, I wasn't in any pain at at that point. So I get my phone from my gym bag to assess my left eye and you know use the selfie camera. And all I could see was just redness, and it looked normal, except from you know the part where I couldn't freaking see. So one eye is clear, the other is just a sheet of white, and now I'm starting to panic. And FYI, getting medical advice is probably the worst thing you could do uh, from guys at a soccer field. Because at one point, I seriously just considered going to CVS to get eye drops and calling it a day. I know that was dumb, but yeah. Anyway, it links back to what was said in the previous podcast about us taking better care of ourselves. So yet another dumb decision. Uh, I, pre- I proceeded to drive myself with my one eye to the ER. I got there and had the longest two hour wait in history. Eventually they gave me some eye drops, a CT scan and an IV. <laughs> uh, slowly but surely my vision was starting to come back along with a whole lot of pain that I haven't felt yet. Kind of bittersweet but whatever. 
so my head feels like it's about to explode my eye feels like it's about to explode i'm still wearing my sweaty clothes from soccer and in that cold ass er i'm now i'm shivering and i'm pretty sure i'm starting to look like a crackhead anyway they finally discharged me and tell me to go make an appointment with my ophthalmologist on monday so yeah i had to survive the weekend that way Anyway, I made it to church on Sunday because at this point I feel like I need all the extra prayers I can get. So if you saw me in church wearing shades, uh, at least now you have an explanation. It wasn't a fashion statement. Yeah, so uh, a quick side note to that. It was Father's Day service and I don't want to sound like an ingrate, but for Mother's Day they gave every woman in church a Fitbit. And what did they give the fathers, or the men at least? A face cap. Not a snapback, not a fitted hat, face cap. Anyway, I made it back home in one piece and thank God for my blackout curtains because I just stayed in darkness till Monday. I finally made the way to the optometrist and she's doing all these tests on my eye and you know when someone is trying really hard not to give you bad news? And she says, yeah, uh, I need to send you to a specialist for a second opinion. So I go straight to the specialist because there's no time to waste. And the way these ones were doing their own tests is like they were actually trying to remove my eye. Because uh, all, all the time, all I was hearing was, mm-hmm, aha. And then finally, there it is. And I'm like, what, 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 what is it? And then he hit me with what I'm sure he thought was his reassuring voice. And he's like, you're going to need minor surgery to prepare, blah, blah, blah. And a wise man once said, it's only minor surgery when it's happening to someone else. And he said, we're going to do the surgery on Wednesday, which is like two days later. I'm like, okay, I guess the decision has been made. So he walks me through the steps, and honestly, it didn't sound that bad. So when I got back to my car, I decided, okay, now it's the time I have to call my mom in Nigeria and let her know what's going on. Even though the original plan was to stay quiet. And if not because I'm an only child, I would have just told one or two siblings and kept it moving. But yeah. So immediately I'm like, hi mom, don't freak out. And then I tell her what happened and she says, don't worry, God is in control. And basically 30 minutes later, I get a call from like five different aunties and I'm sure my mom has just sent a broadcast message to so many people. So I call her back and I ask her like, could you please not tell anybody else? And she's like, no, sorry, I can't do that. I'm like, oh, okay. I mean, I barely even had time to tell my boys or whatever. Anyway, fast forward to Wednesday. Uh, one auntie picks me up, another auntie's waiting in the clinic. Uh, we say a quick prayer in the waiting room and I go into prayer for the surgery. So, thing is, before I even spoke to my mom, I wasn't too worried about it. It was just basically glorified LASIK. But after talking to her, it, it felt like I was getting an eye transplant. Uh, so they do the test as if they're trying to make sure I really need the surgery. And the guy goes again, yep, there it is. I'm like, dude, like, what, what, why are you so pleased? Anyway, if you're squeamish, you're gonna like this part. So the doctor asked me like, what kind of numbing do I want? And he's like, the local one with a quicker recovery time, but you might feel a little something during the surgery. Or the major one that's gonna have me wearing an eye patch for a few days. And then before I could even answer, the guy's like, don't worry, you're a big tough guy, you can handle the first one. And next thing he starts like bathing my eye in like these numbing eye drops and he walks out the room. And um, at this point, I'm just stuck with this stupid look on my face. Like, please, I I'm, I'm not that tough. You don't have to do this. So eventually he comes back in with his mask on and he flashes this light in my eye and tells me to look into one corner of the room. 
But before I do it, I notice like there's something in his hand and I'm trying to think to myself, does this MFR have a freaking needle in his hand? And what, what what is he finna do with it? It's almost like he heard the question form in my head and pew, just like, just because I, I, I didn't know what was happening. Like this, this MFR, he stabbed me in the damn eye. And then he says, okay, look in the corner of the room again. And he stabbed me in the eye again. And this time I actually felt the need to go in. So at this I'm now I'm ready to throw hands. Like this wasn't in any of the brochures or any of the reading materials they gave me. But after that, it was just basically a laser show where someone's forcing you to stare at the sun during an eclipse. And I I don't even know if I was conscious for the whole thing, but when it was done, I didn't know if my eyes were open or closed. And then he was like, okay, good job, big guy. Uh, don't worry, uh, everything's gonna look purple for a while, which it did. And when I was leaving like the that room, the operating room or whatever, I almost stepped on one old lady when I was walking out, but whatever. And they gave me those cool shades that they give old folks when they have cataracts. And yeah, I guess that's the story about how I went to play soccer and ended up needing surgery to repair a hole in my retina. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was a fun weekend. Uh, anyway, we're gonna take a short break here and then we'll be right back. I don't wanna listen to your combo. She don't wanna listen to your loose talk. Bad belly everywhere around her. Now so them they gather when they rolling up the ganja. Listen to your combo. She don't wanna listen to your loose talk. Bad belly everywhere around her. Now so them they gather when they rolling up the ganja. Feed her to their tongue now. Chats with their gun out. Later they go tell her saying that she go be their queen bee. Back biting on a steady level. When she turn her back, all of them stabbers, them go follow them. Can you see the lady that you brought into the house? See the snakes, they be searching for the clouds. Hissing and hissing, they were dissing my baby. Now today we be say they go see say I be Gaddafi. I went to their house and I fired them. Shaka bula they inside my tongue. Go do mo do blah. I be do they now big gun. Anytime I come out with my goons, John Bello go stab all up in your room. Tiki taka, scatter anybody, we go on the higgy haga. Shake a panza, your father and my junior brother. I don't wanna listen to your combo. She don't wanna listen to your loose talk. Bad belly everywhere around her. Now so them they gather when they rolling up the ganja. Listen to your combo. She don't wanna listen to your loose talk. Bad belly everywhere around her. Now so them they gather when they rolling up the ganja. another sperm related story so i know you'll find that interesting but first of all should i be worried that the podcast is developing a reputation for hard-hitting sperm related journalism i don't know anyway i'll let you guys decide but back to the story so the headline read the sperminator's 50th baby mama is a homeless 18 year old from harlem now, I'm sure at this point you're staring at your phone thinking, like, what the f- Yep, exactly. 
like that sounds like the plot of a Netflix drama. I mean, I I had so many questions. I had so many questions that my questions had questions. And I'll try to give you a summary because this story could be an entire episode by itself. So the Sperminator's name is Ari Nagel, and he's a math professor from NYC who believes his mission is to be fruitful and multiply. And I think he's taken that quite literally. So in that vein, he offers his seed for free to women who are looking to have kids. And sometimes he provides his donation in a cup and sometimes he does it the old fashioned fiki fiki way. And uh, he's basically Santa because he empties his sack and he drops off loads all over the world. Yes, he even has taken some international trips for this. He's, he's really dedicated to the cause. Anyway, so in this case, uh, the 18 year old who is currently living in a shelter, uh, he met up with her and gave her the donation. Well, he went into a bathroom and then gave her the donation. And two weeks later, she was pregnant. Like he, he's that efficient with it. I mean, and it's crazy because a lot of the sister moms actually formed a community of sorts and they actually came together to throw a baby shower for this 18 year old. So they gave her gifts and money to help with the coming baby and yeah there are obvious ethical and health issues with such an arrangement uh especially when you consider the sperminator's heritage he's an ashkenazi jew and they typically have significantly higher rates of pretty severe genetic diseases i mean i didn't mean for this story to take a dark turn but these things happen and and like in case the story wasn't weird enough already, uh, the Sperminator actually had uh, what you could call a celebrity endorsement, where he's endorsing a, a male fertility supplement called Sperm XL, and all it is essentially is uh, these are forty-dollar pills which are fortified with folic acid, zinc, and an undisclosed proprietary blend. And I don't even know what to say at this point, but he said he's not even getting paid for that. But they gave him a full bottle as compensation. And like I said, this is this is real WTF territory. But if you want to look up the article, I'll have it on the website and you can see all of it for yourself and see how just pretty ludicrous it is. But yeah, this is his 50th baby mama in case you, in case you didn't get that part. Yeah, WTF Yeah, this brings us to the end of another episode of the Well Actually Podcast. I'd like to thank you all for joining. Please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review however you get your podcasts. Uh, whether it's on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, or even on YouTube. But like I said, there won't be a video this week. Uh, maybe you can go back and look through the archives of the older videos. And you can even check out the bloopers episode. Uh, please, again, if you have any concerns, questions, or suggestions, you can reach out to the Well Actually podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And please just let us know if you have anything you'd like to add. Or if you would like to be a guest on the podcast, just let, me, let us know as well. All right, thank you very much, and we'll do this again next week.